Hello everyone, it's your host Thomas Larson, and before we get into today's episode, I would like to give a quick shout out to the Easy App. Easy App, spelled E-A money sign Y, is made for college students by college students and is trying to increase collaboration among students and put money in their pockets so they can spend more time exploring life outside of college. They have created a platform where students can make money and free up time by offering each other gigs like help moving furniture, assembling furniture, driving and picking up, uh, and other you know various activities in college. Go check them out on the App Store and download today and sign up and you know post your first gig. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Larson, here with a pretty special guest today on this featured Friday. Our guest today graduated from St. Lucie's High School in Glendora in the the class of 2014 and happens to be a double domer at the University of Notre Dame. She graduated from Notre Dame's undergraduate program in 2018 and from Notre Dame Law School in 2021 and now is a first lieutenant in the Marines. Please welcome my big sister, Michaela Larson. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me, Thomas. It's a pleasure to have you, Michaela. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. Glad we could finally get you on this podcast. Absolutely. So, Michaela, what was your major? (laughs) I guess was is the key word there for this episode. (laughs) Um, so my major, uh, I had a history major and a supplementary major in Irish language and literature. So it's just kind of like a secondary major. So history and Irish language and literature. History and Irish, Irish language literature. I don't think we've had, then we may have had a history major, but no Irish language literature. That is a tongue twister, uh, majors here yet. Uh, so tell us a little about how you got into that major. I know you eventually went off to law school and we'll get touch upon that. And then the Marines, but how did it all start with history and Irish uh, language and literature? So I guess it does really all start there. Um, I came in my freshman year uh, to Notre Dame, not entirely sure what I wanted to do, but knew I definitely wanted to go more of like the liberal arts side of everything. Um, History just has always been an interest of mine. Not that I did particularly well in it in high school, (laughs) but I always loved it and thought, okay, this might be a good, um, you know, good thing for me to do. And, you know, our dad is a big learn how to read, write and think person. So um, I figured that would be the best way to do those three things. So I ended up taking a bunch of history classes. Notre Dame has an awesome um, program and it kind of just encourages you to take history classes in all different kinds of time periods from all around the world. And so you're exposed to a lot of different things. And one of the things I was exposed to in these history classes was Irish um, and Irish history and Irish language and culture. And obviously, you know, Notre Dame, the fighting Irish, uh, there's a huge Irish presence on campus. Uh, we have a lot of Irish professors, a lot of Irish exchange students, and we have two fabulous programs in Ireland, um, one at Trinity College and one at University College Dublin. And so just, you know, the Irish presence is very strong at the University of Notre Dame. Very strong. And Yes. And so I kind of ended up marrying these two majors together. My concentration in history became Irish history. And then I started taking Irish language classes and um, studying uh, poems written in Irish. And no, it's not Gaelic. It is Irish. Um, Gaelic usually refers to Scots Gaelic. Um, 
So when I'm saying Irish, that is Irish, the Irish language. It's Irish. <laughs> it's Irish. We got to make sure we separate those two. Cause yeah, I've, I've always yeah. heard Gaelic and Irish interchanged and I know they're, yeah, you've talked about <laughs> personally doing like there's the difference there. Right. There is a big difference and everyone like, it's really funny. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I was an Irish language and literature, you know, supplementary major. And they're like, Oh, well you mean Gaelic. Like, well, no, I studied it for four years and it's Irish. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I would be, uh, you know, qualified to say it's, English, Otherwise, I it's got, Irish, but I got a degree in something that doesn't exist. <laughs> can you, um, can you actually speak any Irish today? Uh, do you remember anything? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I think, um, we can, just say hello and the response in hello. And this kind of goes into actually why I like the language so much. So, uh, you know, the, there's different, um, there's actually three different dialects in Irish. So who knows, I might be mixing a bunch of them up into one, but, uh, is hello. And is hello in the response. And so what that actually translates to is God be with you. And the response is saying God and Mary be with you. That's where that Mora comes in in the middle of um you know what i'm saying uh so that's kind of that's always a fun that's really cool thing. yeah what's really cool about the irish language is it, uh the catholic church is very much embedded in the language and so that's where you're getting things like hello is actually god be with you and you know god and mary be with you is that response which uh just makes it really really neat um and i'm catholic and you know so like I, that's something that i always found very fascinating about the language and everything about it so that is awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm obviously Catholic as well. I'm a the- theological studies major here at LMU, as you guys know. But, you know, it's it's really cool that you were able to, you know, uh, find something that, you know, has your Catholic roots, your your faith involved with it. And kind of what Notre Dame's mission is as a Catholic institution with your love for history and love for a culture that has a very big important with your, importance in your life. I think that's really cool. And definitely a unique major. I don't know how many schools really offer that. So really cool taking the opportunity at Notre Dame to uh, study something like that. And my question is, and I know I kind of know the answer already, but for our audience, how could this possibly lead to you going to law school? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real kicker there. Um so, I mean, there's a lot of, um, so you can really major in anything and go to law school. So this is, this is a big flag out there for everybody who's interested in law school. You can major in anything. The biggest thing is that you do learn how to read, write, and think. Um, so, but whatever you're doing in, in undergrad, it's, it, you're going to be exposed to different things. That's what's great about like, you know, these general ed classes that everybody takes like their first year, you're kind of exposed to everything. Um, and you're, you're going to be able to fine tune a lot of skills throughout college. And yes, those are going to be different for obviously like a biology major or a math major or something like that. But, um, any, any of those majors can go to law school. Like don't, don't think that if you want to go to law school, you have to study history or philosophy or theology or, um, pre-law or anything like that. They will teach you all those things in law school. Right now, just learn how to think and be a problem solver. So, uh, but yeah, but I mean, history does, is kind of like a natural um, major to lead to law school. Obviously, the Irish language and literature is not. <laughs> um, yeah, and just going through undergrad, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And so here's where the Marines kind of comes into play. Um, it was my junior year and I kind of just didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't sure if maybe I wanted to end up in Ireland, you know, 
and pursue maybe a PhD in history and um, kind of go down that route and maybe teach history like later on at the uh, college level. Um, I, I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. There was a point where I wanted to be a newscaster who spoke Irish, you know. Um, <laughs> so like there was just all, <laughs> all different kinds of things. <laughs> it's a really unique one, but hey, I actually had the qualifications for it. <laughs> um, there's very few people that can say that. So, uh, so yeah, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do, but, um, I also, you know, above the, uh, one of the doors at the Basilica in Notre Dame, it says God country Notre Dame. And I, I took that very seriously and I love the United States of America so much and always knew I wanted to serve in some capacity, whether that be through a government job or through military service. Um, so I kind of, so I, so I, applied to go to officer candidate school my the fall of my junior year and actually the spring of my junior year I spent studying at Trinity College in Dublin so it was kind of this big year for me trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do I had like these two great paths in front of me like I could go join the Marines um, and see just you know kind of what that life entails for me or I could kind of stick with what I had decided to do in college and go this you know Irish history Irish language route um, maybe move to Ireland and, you know, just kind of the, the two really big, you know, paths that I could take and ultimately decided um, that I, I did. So I got selected to go to officer candidate school, uh, decided I was definitely going to go. And um, it's kind of one of those things where everyone's like, oh, like you, like, because I was going between my junior and senior year of college, I could not accept my commission at the end of it. Uh, I had the option to kind of walk away from it even after I completed and graduated from there. But it's one of those things that once you complete it, you're like, oh yeah, no, I didn't do that for nothing. I, I'm going for it. <laughs> like I, I, I gotta got to just keep going here. <laughs> that was 10 weeks of some pretty tough stuff. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so um so yeah so it just kind of I I you know, no one really enjoys OCS, but I, you know, you kind of, it's type B fun where it's like, you know, the kind of fun that you never want to do again. Yeah. Um, exactly. So yeah, just kind of, it kind of all just came together. Um, graduated from officer candidate school. I enjoyed my time in Dublin a ton. Um, I was still thinking about maybe going to Ireland, um, my senior year of college, but after I graduated from OCS, I kind of knew that the Marines is where I was meant to be. And a kind of a weird caveat there with the law school thing is I actually went into OCS as a ground contract. You can either have a ground contract, an air contract, or a law contract. And like only, you know, lawyers or people in law school get law contracts. But so I was just going in ground contract. I was just going to do whatever they told me I was going to do. Um, came back though, my senior year. And that's when I decided I was like, okay, I'm for sure going to do the Marines thing. Right. And, and I was talking to a lot of people, obviously, I think we've mentioned before on the podcast that dad's lawyer, um, and a bunch of his friends are obviously lawyers. So just talking to a lot of people and realizing that if I want to go to law school, I need to do it now. And so luckily, I don't know how, but the Marines let me change my contract. <laughs> I, I like studied real quick, took the LSAT, luckily got into some pretty good schools and was like, all right, this is what I want to do. So they let me change my contract to a law contract. Um, once that had happened, I eventually got into Notre Dame Law School, decided I wanted to stay. And yeah, that's kind of, 
yeah, senior year was kind of wild. Junior year posed these two pads and senior year was just full send on one of them and still slightly changing it along the way. <laughs> that is, wow, that is awesome. I mean, you were given these uh, two great opportunities and two great paths. And like, I think this is important for anyone in college. Like you're going to be given uh, like a multitude of different ways. Everyone, everyone uh, there's a million ways to end up in the same place or in different places. There's a million things to do. And, uh, you know, having the discipline to kind of take both paths seriously and see what fits you best and where you find uh, yourself at home. And this goes for, you know, really anything in college, if it is finding your major or finding the university you feel at home at or potential future careers. I mean, it's, it takes a lot of discipline to really talk with yourself and you've definitely shown that. And we're a huge example uh, for me and my siblings going, you know, going through this whole college process. And I appreciate that, you know, going through the hard work and kind of showing us how to do it. Uh, so going off into law school, how is that different from your time at an undergraduate? So law school, it is a professional school and you, you, you got to be a professional while you're there. Uh, you have to take it very seriously. Not that you don't take undergrad seriously, but you know, there's a little more leeway for some fun. Um, and it's just, it's a steep learning curve. I think I've talked to a lot of people in other graduate programs, whether they're getting their master's or their PhD and various things. And I think grad school is just a steep learning curve. You're kind of getting thrown uh, a lot of information at you and yeah, you just kind of have to, you really have to buckle down and you have to study. Uh, you have to put in way more hours than you probably did in undergrad studying. Um, and yeah, you're just kind of learning a new way of thinking or a new way of approaching problems just because you're specializing now. So you kind of have to take that into consideration. Like you're like, I have to become an expert in this field. And if you approach it like that, I think, you know, taking it seriously, recognizing the importance of it, um, and just recognizing that you are going to have to put in a lot of hard work. Um, it'll be totally fine. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of the major difference. Just like, I guess the, um, just it's on a whole different level and you have to recognize that. Gotcha. Yeah. In order to, you know, really, uh, take it to its fullest potential too. Uh, that's, that's, wow. It's pretty cool. <laughs> your story, your journey here, uh, coming from, you know, and you came from Southern California moved to, you know, Indiana for seven years too. On top of that, I forgot to mention. Yeah. I mean, if you guys know, uh, we were from, we have talked about Southern California a lot here and, you know, I've stayed here, but you got up and went to Notre Dame for seven years. Uh, yes. I, I lived in South Bend, Indiana for seven years and I actually absolutely loved it. Uh, I, I enjoyed every second of my time that? in the Midwest. How, how was that change, you know, and then um, going from Southern California, then going to, you know, Indiana and then potentially saying like, okay, I'm going to stay here for another, you know, couple years now yeah honestly by the time that I was making the decision to stay at Notre Dame for law school as well Notre Dame was just home for me uh don't tell mom and (laughs) but it really was my home and I had gotten to know the people and that is one thing is all my decisions have kind of been based on the people that I encounter I met the best people in my life at Notre Dame and I've met the best people in my life through the Marine Corps I these 
just these places and these decisions have been very much fueled by the type of people that I'm meeting. And so deciding to stay at Notre Dame, I thought was an easy decision. Um, like I, I knew that's the environment I wanted to be in. That's, those were the people I wanted to be with. Um, so that was easy. The winters are hard though. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> sure. I definitely, yeah, I, I've seen some pretty cold temperatures. Um, and that was interesting. Like you kind of get used to it though. In a, in a way, and I am terrible at time. Like I cannot, like, I'm not one of these people that it's like, oh, so what were you doing? Like in like, you know, October of 2012, like I have no idea. Like I could not tell you for the life of me, but with seasons, you can kind of associate like, okay, I was wearing a big coat. So it was definitely the winter of this year. <laughs> and so I have to say that was like a huge deduct. bonus. <laughs> That is so Yeah, funny. I feel like I actually know what's happened in the last seven years because I can associate it in a timeline, um, which is just kind of a weird thing for me. But uh, yeah, no, it's been interesting. Um, so now I'm obviously living on the East Coast. I'm in Quantico, Virginia, uh, which is just about an hour south of uh, D.C. Uh, so yeah, no, so now I'm in a totally different place and I'm not entirely sure where I'll be after this. But yeah, it's kind of, it's been a really it's been really eye-opening just like living in different parts of the country, um, getting to know people out in all these different areas. Um, I definitely would recommend like if people are trying to decide, um, to go like to college out of state or something like that, if you can do it, I, I kind of recommend it. Um, I think it's really cool. I, that's also a steep learning curve just cause you are on your own, especially if you don't have family near you, but it's, Hey, it's an adventure and you learn a lot, you learn a lot. That is awesome. And with that said, are there any last wise words of wisdom you can give our audience today as we wrap things up? I mean, you've given a really great podcast. I appreciate your time and being here and willingness to share your story. I mean, it's such a awesome journey that you've experienced and one that not many of our guests have because, you know, all of our guests have been relatively the same age as me just starting our journey. And you have kind of you know, you're, you're a little bit ways into your journey. You're not, you know, Absolutely. far from done from it, but no, you're a little bit more experienced than us. So th I appreciate that. So any last thoughts or uh, things to say to potential college students listening or high school students listening? Absolutely. So I think the two things I would say is one, just don't close any doors. Don't write anything off. Don't say, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to do this. If you had told me my, even my freshman year of college, Hey, by the way, when you're done with this, you're going to be commissioning as an officer in the United States Marine Corps. I'd be like, you are out of your mind. There is no way that's going to happen, but that's what happened. That's what ended up you know, happening. All my plans changed. And I think it was because you know, like my junior year, when I was explaining, like I had these two different paths that I could kind of take. I just never closed a door on one of them. I just, I let, I let it happen the way it was supposed to happen. So definitely never close the door, never write anything off. And then the second thing I would say is challenge yourself. Challenge yourself by taking a class you don't think you would typically take. Challenge yourself by going to a, a club meeting that you wouldn't usually go to, or just striking up a conversation with someone you don't usually talk to. You can learn so many different things from different people and then, you know, like, and you can kind of up those challenges as you go, you know, maybe take that class that you didn't think you could pass and Hey, you passed it. So guess what? You can do something harder now. Um, so I, I would definitely say that, um, part of what drove me initially to go to officer can school was I, I was looking for kind of a challenge and it's, it's a pretty cool feeling when you, um, 
when you can do that and you're successful on the other side, and then you just realize that there's so much more you're capable of and can do. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You're kind of, kind of nailed that question. <laughs> I don't think there's oh, anything I can good. say to, you know, kind of respond to that. So, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll just end on that note. Uh, thank you. so, <laughs> Thank you again so much, Michaela. I mean, it was a pleasure having you on this podcast uh, to our audience. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend coming up and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.